0: K A Radio.
1: Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to another uncanny issue <laughs> 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 of Procore Radio. It is me, the Dowager Table Night, the Night's Table of Love and Amazingness, and everybody has their eyes at this table um, with my fellow co-host, Black Word.
2: Welcome to the House of Mystique Arts and Culture. We love you, and you love us. Table Dusk, Black Word, author. And a bitch not to be tried with. Love it. The mouth of a 60 year old on me.
1: Also, my fellow co host, Bonte of the Storm.
0: <laughs> What's up? It reads us here Table Day, Table of Love, Peace, Nature. We tried it, but I lost a bitch in her head. And triggers. If we want to know what, we, if you want to know what that was about, I was telling um, my councilman about um, if they wanted to, from what I read, if we wanted to um, regain our connection with the earth, we
2: go out in the grass barefoot, and then that's what. When- he went us oh, sweating our balls <laughs> off in the woods and the <laughs> wilderness. He said, let's go camping. We never, you never see black folk going camping. Yes, there's mosquitoes and leeches. Oh, but what about reconnecting, our, reconnecting with the earth? What about putting our you can feet step and bare soil? You
0: can step, you can step outside in your front yard They regain that connection. You ain't got to do all that. I'm not doing all that.
2: <laughs> see, I love the woods. I love the grass and everything. But, you know, a, a head-hitting, soft patch forest floor is not the same as them smacking concrete. And, you know, you should never trust a place that can't double as a weapon.
1: Jiggers. <laughs> um, <laughs> and finally, um, the man who needs no introduction, the man who is I have had the pleasure of meeting, and Dr. Short-time, please, please do what you do, baby. Do what you do.
3: Huh? What's up? What's up? It is uh, Big Poppy Showtime. You know, um, I am the leader of the table that has no one seated at it right now. Um, <laughs> the Brotherhood It's only at the top. It's only at the top. Uh, the Iraqi Brotherhood um, still has two omegas um, since you know Fisher King is replacing Magneto, um, and um, they also have a white bisexual man in a helmet because Nova is joining the team. So, you know, we're still here.
2: You know, that's a diversity hire. Mm-hmm. Um, technically, Araco is a part of KORKOA, which, you know, has a lot of Americanized systems. They believe in uh, affirmative action. So, you know, we love diversity. We
3: still have two <laughs> omegas. Storm is on the
2: team. And
3: the omega of nothing is on the team. So we're here.
2: But I love So I'm now he's the omega of something of something now oh god here we go Constellation prizes charity well, i love, love it i
1: love i love how that x-men cover everybody looks black all of a sudden like they have that christina aguilera tannin oil on mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: dirty era
3: <laughs> fisher king is brown cora of the burning heart is brown cora, cora brown bobby got to be louder. is brown
2: yeah can i read got...
1: yeah sure I mean, which you always
2: do, but sure. I I appreciate um, Rock's, wrong slide, right? I mm-hmm. appreciate wrong slide, and I respect. Well, you didn't sacrifice something; you got betrayed. Your your homie betrayed your ass. Um, you you thought your bestie was the bestie, and it turned out that he was your op. It was Jocelyn Hernandez. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, mm-hmm. 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 That's that position should have went to Gentle. I'ma say it. It should have went to Gentle. You're not the tank you think you are. Wrong slide. Like I'm sorry, you're not. You're made of rock. You 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 see? Like I don't think that would have happened to Gentle. I don't think it would have happened to Gentle. I'm sorry. I think Gentle. You know, he used to be very toxic, positive, right? But he wasn't stupid. Um, he 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 would have never. That would have never happened to him. Um, Storm wouldn't let it happen to him. T'Challa would have rolled up with 50 deep uh niggas in the uh the white panther garb and he would have lit that bitch up. He 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 his family loves him, is what I'm trying to say. Wrong slide. Um, so that he wouldn't need to feel like I need to have a brother, you know, I need to connect with you in the soul, we need to know each other like that. even though we just met. I'm gonna show you all my weaknesses. That's stupid. Um, it's, it was stupid that did got you here. Is Rock Slide Italian? yeah um, I he was because, spanish uh, he's, he's italian
3: his last name is what's his name santo Vaccaro.
2: <laughs> so he's spanish vaguely you know italy is like that it's like vaguely spaniard some places but i was at the idea that he was italian did he say in an issue like he was comes from an italian family i think they probably forgot honestly because he's supposed to be like a big italian group like he was the muscle for the hellions i I have questions okay it should have been gentle it should have been gentle and in fact i think gentle should get the power to grow to massive sizes also like if you watch naruto i think he should be like an ekamichi you know that they can like enlarge proportions of their body they turn to that boulder and they can get giant i think that's all gentle shit i think i think it's possible and i think
3: um but that sometimes would give,
2: affirmative... like That would give like Ms. Marvel tease and then But no mutants can do it. That's the issue I always have. Is, like no mutant has the power to grow. Like armor is who they go to, but armor's power isn't growth. In fact, that's the <laughs> joke is that they ripped her power off and gave it to Ms. Marvel and <laughs> in the MCU. But I'm like, there's no mutants who grows. Like there's no Ant-Man equivalent. Like I think you can go like okay, 10 more yes, years, you sorry. go step. Who? Who's immune mutant that grows? It doesn't grow. Micromax shrinks. Yeah. I think we need one who grows. and I think that we, since there's no other real person, even in Marvel, that grows outside of his Marvel, I think um, we can qualify them from Omega level status immediately, if you want to. The Omega of nothing. Maybe that's Fisher King's power. He can grow, but you just can't see him grow. <sighs> Y'all are all Maybe reasons. his axe act gene activates when there's no more mutants.
1: Like, Fisher King is the equivalent of a black person that can't dance. And y'all are so mean to him because he's a black person
2: <laughs> that can't dance. You think okay. Fisher King was? You think Fisher King gets on, on Twitter and says, you know, everyone bullied me in high school because I wasn't like these ghetto, ghetto Iraqi mutants with their powers. I was different. I watched anime. Like, Fisher
1: King- Hey, no, I have a theory. I think Fisher King is the first white person. He was the mutation. That's saying. So no, that white, white supremacy is a weapon. He's no, just it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Oh. It doesn't matter on Arakko because white supremacy doesn't exist on Arakko. But, but if Fisher King came down to Earth. He would have anyone, everyone in his straw, and his and his web of, of lies and white supremacy.
2: Fisher I will King's say. I agree. I also think before the actual fight, because, you know, I think Storm will get her ass beat, honestly, next issue. They get that, that cover right. is, is too deceptive. I think she'll get her ass beat. And, <laughs> and oh, they don't like it. Like you know, our sis is due for one loss. You know, she gets one loss per decade. Um, you but, know that I mean she's had a couple of losses, but I don't don't nothing don't like of her. value like don't when they poison her with a techno <laughs> virus. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> they thought I was going to die to that. You can't kill a bad bitch. But you know what can kill a bad bitch? Another bad bitch. And Iska, you know, she's in her flop era right now, but that just makes her more desperate and violent. You know, Banshee bitches with razors in their vows, like, let them have get their boss a nigga. Let, them, let their man have cheated on them. You know? And that's the era. They start doing dangerous shit. Iska is about to act the fuck up. And I think it's going to be a good loss. I think it's going to force Storm to go to the only person who knows like that much about her. I want to see Storm go talk to Whitesword. Uh,
3: we hard white sword. We love White Sword. White I don't know why sword you think like that, Vante. Is an external, and I love that for him. And I definitely headcanon him to be uh,
2: Apocalypse's daddy, his bio dad. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just Martin. too fucking banji. Like he just sits there and laughs at these niggas. He says, Y'all don't y'all think y'all hard. Y'all really not hard. The dog in you, the chihuahua, bitch, is a Pomeranian. <laughs>
3: Oh, and I hope right, this yeah. story that uh, Chris is writing in uh, the Gambit solo um, that has Storm in it, where Storm is now, like, had some sort of magical or psychic thing where she was um, interacting with her ancestor. <coughs> Thank you. for And so, I think that was her, her first time
0: actually meeting me ancestor, wasn't
3: it? <coughs> yeah, but they... So her ancestor taught her how to use her powers, but it was like a magical thing that caused that to happen. So I hope it like
2: makes it a thing because, you know, Chris loves Storm, but, you know. Hmm. I write that story. I would write that story with Storm's whole situation. Is that when she goes to sleep, she travels through time and hangs out with her auntie. You know, I I think that's some magical Claremont shit that just happens randomly. No one questions it. It's like yeah, you're an the X Some weird shit gonna go down. Like the school is built on a fucking hellmouth or some shit. Um. <laughs> so I have I have two questions.
1: Fire. Um, and so I still like am in this journey of reading back comics, well back back issues mm-hmm. of stuff. And I'm like going through War of Kings right now. I didn't know that Richard Ryder, who was currently the Nova, who was Dark Hawk at one point, killed Lalandra. Like because somebody possessed the body that he was in, and they killed her. But I'm so con- I'm so concerned that that man is on that team, and he killed some. You know,
3: so every team a traitor. Um, what's his name? Al Ewing was the last person to write uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, and he had him on that team. He got... Um, so he came there because he was listening to the the helmet tell him where he needed to be. So he came to Earth after some sort of meeting. There was a Galactic Council meeting, and the helmet told him, hey, you need to go be on Arako because that's where you need to be next. And so he was there when uh, Uranus came. And tried to attack them, so he's trying to listen more to his inner peace or whatever the fuck
2: um, his inner that voice. fake, the fake uh, green lantern ring, yeah, I yeah, don't respect that helmet. Um, because you know, green the Lanterns Kali, are so cool, I, yeah, he's very openly that was a good run. I'll be honest, that was a good run. I think Al mean mm-hmm. did a lot of self discovery for himself and what it means, like, like. The scaffolding to figure out your bisexuality, and how to contextualize it in your everyday life, um, is a path. Is a path you can go on TikTok, watch people go through their path. Some people who were standing up on, on pedestals and trying to monetize it realize very quickly that they really shouldn't have did that because it's a path discovering and like mastering your own sense of self, within your sexuality, especially as Black folk, is hard. And so Al Ewing did a lot of work in that book that I I enjoyed reading. Guardians of the Galaxy. I probably wouldn't still be reading it um, after a point, but I think the run I got with Al Ewing was delicious. I especially liked the idea that basically I like the idea when like they like, if you're immortal, you don't age. How long does your heterosexuality last? (laughs) It's it's like interview with the vampire. Like a year
3: and a half, and then you're like, this is boring.
2: There's so many, There's a whole concept in dark fantasy and like supernatural fantasy of like that happening to vampires. But it just go like after like the first like 50 years, I realized dick is fun and it's real boring just fucking one person for the rest of the rest of forever. And it's like it's literally in. That's why vampire fiction is so gay is that it's people just realize that you if you're immortal. Fucking anyone just becomes a so much better of an option because you're not confined to one societal norm, especially when you realize societal norms change all the time and you don't really need to give a fuck.
1: Okay, so Steven came out of the closet as a slut, and uh, and our sponsors, viewers like us, would like to uh, thank Steven for mentioning that.
2: Listen, I watched Interview with a Vampire. My comic recommendation for everyone isn't a comic book. It's, go watch Interview with a Vampire. Yes, he's a Snow Queen. Yes, he's a Snow Queen. But the show does something where they explore what does it mean for a Black man to be a Snow Queen? And they outright condemn the action of him going after white people as what leads him down the path of destruction. I love it. <laughs> oh, let's get for the comics.
1: <laughs> but, no, no, but where's Sunfire? Like, he landed on the Rocco. Oh, we ain't seen Oh Boy since.
2: He's busy. He's doing investigative journalism. He's going places trying to find this plant which
1: I just want, you know, I just want, oh, that's right. He is on that mission. Okay, got it. Never mind. Okay. But when they bring him back, I think
2: i think Ewan's going to tire him in eventually. I think that's going to be Storm's Dense Romance. I think, I think they literally drizzled it in that one issue to see how fans will react to it. And I think the positive reactions to going like, I can see Sunfire and Storm getting together because honestly, they don't feel like that team had a lot of bonding moments with Sunfire. He acts like he wasn't a part of that team.
1: Oh, S- 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 oh, Sunfire was like, "Y'all are coworkers. I am clocked in."
2: <laughs> he said, "Well, it's time when Je- Mother Japan tells me to go. I'm getting the fuck out of here." Yes, yeah, he definitely love it. He definitely did, and then we hopefully got they'll X-Men. give him Omega level status. Hopefully they'll they'll decree it and just go. You know what? I don't give a fuck if his powers based at the same level as Human Torch. Just give it.
1: Uh, okay, so today we are reviewing X Men number fifteen and Axe Avengers number one. Uh, so we can start with X Men first. Scores
0: nine
2: eight actually seven point five. I give it an eight point five. I give it a nine point five. You know it's very rare for me to have the lowest score. <laughs> <I'll stop. laughs> just, I give it, it So
1: why why ah. do you have the lowest score?
2: I think there was like so many glorious moments in this book, right? That boosted it. Like I love that they also didn't even shy away from the fact that it was like if the children of the vault attack, there's a doomsday event, the mystics will be the last ones to die. Because it's true. The mystics ain't going down like no bitches. All right. They're especially with Clea in charge and Doom in charge. I didn't respect they lost a point um, for me because Voodoo wasn't a part of that last surviving team. Um and he's literally yeah. immune. <laughs>
1: Budo left me to a rock. Budo was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, uh-uh, no." Nah, he said, man.
2: "You bitches, get the fuck out my face." He went to the spirit world. He stayed there. Love that for you, King. Don't get involved. Yeah, was but like, we, "Move,
0: bitch." But once again, we got an awesome Doom moment. Even though it wasn't, you know, legit. But we got an awesome Doom moment where he said "I'll see y'all bitches in hell," and then he did give them the satisfaction of screaming when his when he dies so doom is a g doom is a g from turning down to uh laughing at celestials to not giving motherfuckers the satisfaction of screaming on his way to hell i love it
2: and it's brilliant because you know his characterization you know he literally means that you know he's plotting the next thousand years to taking over hell so he'll be the first bitch they see when he get down there i love the pettiness of that man
0: but it's not like it's not his first time um, going to hell it's not
2: This is like a weekly thing. Yeah, he'll he'll be back in another five years.
0: Yeah, he vacations there like probably every ten years. I think he vacations there.
2: There was also just so much to love about this. I think they lost me. A the the Forge monologuing like a fucking supervillain. Uh, Forge isn't an interesting main character to me. And I think that's really lost a lot with me is because, like, his plan is to box them in, right? But I'm like, the issue with that is, like, it's not a good follow-up to the idea that is the vault. It's like every second that goes by is like a thousand years, it's like a a year or five years in there. Um, And so the idea of them shooting that singularity cannon into them and they're going like, yeah, that ravaged us for years in there. It was like a basically an M-Day event, like you decimated us, but we came back stronger from it. Um, I feel like that perspective needed someone with more empathy for what's going on than Forge is capable of having. I, for a first introductionary issue from Forge, I think I just think I need to get more of who he is as a person, and we never really get that. He's always just a science guy who has an instant fix, except for the moments where he goes fucking crazy. Um,
3: Forge's answer for everything is always a gun, which is very weird. And it's PTSD. also, <laughs> this suit that he made out of Caliban, like it's bro. fucked up. Could literally anybody else have gone into the vault instead? Did we need to have Forge go into the vault? I don't think we did. I, I really don't think we
0: need to have
3: him. I mean, knew Sink wasn't going to go back, but like, could le- legitimately, could we have sent
2: really literally anybody? Bobby could have went in there, because Bobby's immortal with his ice core.
3: And did he take Caliban against his will? Because Caliban doesn't even know where the hell he is. I
1: think mean, yeah.
3: Taliban or like a clone piece of Caliban. Oh, God. God I was gonna say, he's like, where am I? I was like, oh,
0: not you stealing motherfuckers. I, mean, I don't know it.
2: Ileana could have went in there because her dimensional powers, I think, would have trumped a pocket dimension as it has had before. Or, actually, no, her powers are on the fritz. Again, she can't really control it. I said that was way too shady. I'm so sorry, Ileana. That was way too shady. I didn't mean it like that sis you know i fuck with you um but just overall the writing from the porch perspective is weakest uh in the present versus like one glimpse we got to the alternate dimension which was killer something about i always just don't like it when they do that oh it was all just illusion it was all hypothetical situation because it reminds me of that finale to the twilight franchise which means nothing happened and nothing got changed and everything was just hypothetical um I hate when they heel face turn shit like that so much because it has no balls.
0: I'd also like the point how they ran down on the Fantastic Four like that. The children of the world. That shit was kind of cool.
3: They deserved it. They did. Mm-hmm. They did. Sue is the only one who didn't,
2: but you know, the rest of them did. Just yeah. like you won't forgive Wanda, I won't forgive Sue that's fair that's how we see each other we understand each other and that's love
3: i'm never ever 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 going to forgive uh wanda maximoff for what she did i will always remember and i don't care that the um waiting room was her consolation prize fuck that
2: do you are right, so you're an emerald warlock stan you want him to win
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no he was bitch made too he was such a misogynist. This is a weird characterization for him. I'm like, the warlock path is such a cool concept, but he's just such so bitch made for how he goes about it.
3: Wanda deserves to be alone, and um, Voodoo deserves
2: to be with his king blade. <laughs> you want you want Voodoo to be a verse top so bad. He's not. True. It
0: would be, it would be a beautiful thing.
3: To see, and he and Blake get down. They, they both like the the dark art stuff. You know, they're both and black.
2: I, we don't remember have, they were just we hanging out like in New, New I Orleans. Think, I
3: think but, I we think don't have any black men with other black men. None, and, and we have one queer black character in all of Marvel, and his name is Prodigy, and he's a snow.
2: Queen. Well, Zola Laveau is fucking a demon. That's oh. ethnic. That's the Zola Zoe Loveau.
3: But she's she's a she, not a not a
2: boy. I oh, no, I thought mm-hmm. you said earlier, like one lesbian black relationship. I was like, yeah, Midnight no, Angels. We
3: have we have Io and, and Anika, and then Midnight we have Midnight Angels. Um okay. I don't know that. Oh yeah, Midnight Angels. Um, and then we have um Miss America Chavez, depending on who draws her that week and colors her, and her girlfriend that Tempo. are black. And those are the only two black couples that are queer. Then we have one queer black character that's male in all of Marvel, and he's a Snow Queen. Mm-hmm.
0: Prodigy baby. What are you doing I was gonna
3: you? say I was going to say Tempo, but Tempo's
0: girlfriend was white the last I saw. Mm hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So, yeah, cause she's with Pharaoh.
2: Is that what she's wearing? Loving versus Virginia ruined this country.
3: Sure did. Um... Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> okay, it's fine. What does become a soundbite that ruins my career? I hope it does. I'm going to timeline and said and did. I said it. <laughs> I said it. Who's gonna check me? None of you bitches. I love it. Um this no, is a phaser. Salil so well and... man. bitch. <laughs> Slut <laughs> whore trumpet. God Omega level <laughs> telekinetics can phase just as well as um You know Mayor it was Hitty. it was massage mis- noari when you didn't bring up Cypher as someone who walked through walls it was misogynoirre and you should feel bad and do um
3: cypher appears maybe 12 times total
2: i didn't remember her my bad i think pandora might be a lesbian she gives me like very queer vibes i feel like you practice magic you shouldn't be straight we have lots of black lesbians this show up in marvel we have one queer black boy one how you got to do better you're carrying the entire community on your back and you're failing
3: gentle should be on that list blade and voodoo should be on that list gentle should
2: definitely be on that list that's a gay boy should be bisexual t'challa really should be bisexual that's also true um these dudes his male companions these unheard of male companions who feels a lot for always popping up and disappearing. It's a little, it's a little Achilles and Patroclus, you hear me. you know, It's a little okay. war buddies. <laughs> a little broke back. It's even Comanche and shades on Luke Cage. That's such a good storyline. Um, but I think that's all we have to say. Um, I love watching Ghost Rider get his ass, his whole fire ass eaten. Um, I love the fact that they just pointed out that tanks aren't immune to just being drowned, and so they just had do walk around and drowning niggas. <laughs>
1: so so we never talk about Xavier's uh, telekinesis? Because that was, that was a, a topic on the timeline.
2: The bitches were mad. The mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. were mad.
1: But it was explained, like his resurrections keep increasing his telekinetic abilities.
2: He just had latent telekinesis at one point, but like it advance, He's working on it. It's like you think just because it's latent, him—he's a teacher. He teaches psychic shit. Like, does this is the fact that he can do it. Like, yeah, he's not going to be throwing niggas around the room yet. Right. I think they there's get
3: there eventually, but he's like when he turns like evil,
2: baby telekinetic, because you're. They're because dropping it. When like, he's, evil?
3: he's he's evil. He's been evil since 1960, whatever the fuck, when the X Men were created.
2: When Myra reprograms his Cerebro helmet and turns him into a villain, and he starts just levitating niggas and throwing them against walls because their psychic defenses are too good.
3: You know, he's a baby telekinetic.
2: Very yeah, baby. He gives hand jobs, to, uh, psychically underneath the table to Magneto during the meetings. I need Pepper Potts. I his, uh, You know, they likes public play.
3: Style. I love that for him. Our two bisexual kings.
2: So
1: Sorry. we're not talking about <laughs> Pepper Potts. Pepper not coming back to his job. That's why they. That's why they got a .5 off of this. Tyrese, without Pepe Pepe Laroz, man, when is he coming back to work?
2: You know, they all want to work on personal projects and go do personal things. How would you feel if I just don't go buy it, Hmm? Pepe? I just don't buy it, so I can force you back.
0: Yeah, because I miss this. I miss this work so bad. It just brings so much like life to a scene, even though like a little, like a little scrap, like. Wow. And this no, suit like, that
3: Forge is wearing is it? It's like a mix of Mystique and Caliban and uh, the Captain Krakoa suit. Is that what this is? Yeah, yeah basically.
2: Forge, I just use so your power. Need a chimera suit. Cast a spell. Right. She cast a spell. He doesn't.
3: He hates Blade
2: using magic, though. I don't care. I told him to cast a fucking spell. He's gonna cast So you don't. You don't. You don't mind mass genocide but you, you you do mind doing magic which is funny given that he's native
3: and that would
2: be, be scientific what you would think yeah i'm you. like you're using western sciences it's not a huge leap for you to consider your own mystical practices as a science well that's just me thinking anthropologically um you can be as weird as you want to be forge forge is very
3: magical and very he's not in touch with his culture Whereas Moonstar, are they both Cheyenne? I think they are. Um, yeah, where Moonstar both. is okay. Where Moonstar is also Cheyenne and is very in touch with her magical side, but she doesn't use native magic. She uses Asgardian
2: magic. Because they didn't want to make it racist.
3: Well, like doesn't Sporch use uses
1: magic in like in that Echo series with the the Phoenix thing? Because that came up. He in
3: does. One more he does, area. but. He, he also said that he doesn't like
2: using magic because it's not how he, his power works or something. Which sort of is a lie. Shit. I think he's holding himself back by not considering magic a science. Cause I'm like, literally, you have a you have um why don't I forget her name? Oh girl, a uh, sorcerer. She was a mutant, she got pen to the soul sword. Sapna. Uh, Sapna. Sapna's power works through a technology, language. And it, it evolves, just going well. Well, magic is about languages as well, and so of course she'll be able to digest languages of magic and therefore cast spells just upon seeing it. Um, which also still technically kind of breaks the rules of magic and Marvel, but I don't talk about that. However, <laughs> however, also I'm did like, we
3: forget that Magic Soul Sword got destroyed? So does that mean Sapna's
2: free now? I hope it does. I hope that means it triggered her resurrection protocol.
3: Also, IVX was a was a was the only time that Sapna ever appeared. So I would also
2: understand if forgot. She's not canon.
3: <laughs> it's not continuity. We don't
2: know what happened there. They just did. That's happen. a strange. Noodles, that strange is the only time they ever referenced IVX and Empires <laughs> in the Norcoa era. It was the only time they mentioned Empires. It's the first time they ever crossed their fucking lips. <laughs>
3: Everybody else was like, Yeah, that whole era didn't happen.
0: It did yeah, not I happen.
3: I, I don't think I've ever in
0: Comic Dome heard any or Excellent Fandom heard anybody say they actually liked IVX. Did I've you, never heard that.
2: Did you guys now, think that the thing that the uh, Orc is going to do is going to drop Terrigin this onto the island?
3: <laughs> now, I will say that the only t- the first issue of IVX. I enjoyed moments because of how they chose to take out the Inhuman royal family. Dazzler and Emma Frost being who you send to take out Black Bolt and Dazzler tanking a screen?
0: They Bitch. They ain't. <laughs> They
2: ain't.
0: They ain't.
3: And they the Inhumans didn't, didn't have really a
0: really
2: fucking sorry. chance. thought people. he had these bitches down and the upper for, for Cuckoos and Jean Grey walked up into his head, it's like, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they
3: were like, Karnak is actually the most dangerous. Black Bolt just screams. Let's go get the sound girls to go over there and take care of him. Karnak, (laughs) that's a girl we
2: can respect. (laughs) And
3: Karnak, the only one that don't have powers.
2: Exactly. Nothing worse than a flat scan hanging out with a bunch of mutants and superpower people. Those are dangerous motherfuckers. They're crazy. (laughs) they overcompensating for shit.
3: And after that first issue if I ever go reread IVX, I put it back the fuck down. All right, that's enough of that. We don't Storm need... Storm that hurt. outfit.
2: Oh. Someone had the audacity to say to me, it wasn't that bad. Yes, it was. She was in grief. Storms. Storms.
0: Now, <laughs> white now, oh, yeah. white outfit with a mohawk. And you, like brother. the crop... <laughs> She's typically the most fashionable when it comes that to belt. each Each
3: each, fucking Storm. airman every time will always kill it with their outfits.
2: That'll but it, it was the worst fashion, fashion air of all yet. of them. That black helmet? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. I'm happy no one brings that shit up whenever I talk about Jean Grey's outfit. I swear to God, they would shut me up so fucking fast.
3: <laughs> it's, just, it's
2: like Jean Grey in a fucking burlap sack and just go, didn't your favorite wear this? Intentionally for a year you had you had the all-star artists of marvel come up here and had to actually waste her talent sketching that out with the belt and the crop top and the mohawk. i really felt like she i really feel she
0: She was really dressed like she was going to zumba and i didn't like that at all
2: but you know what because the outfit we got the outfit we got now Without that outfit, will we ever have the one she is wearing right now? No. I don't really feel
0: like that's that's not the blueprint. We don't claim that. That's not the blueprint. <laughs> it's the first
2: time she didn't really wear a cape like that. <laughs> she said, you know what? This shit heavy. It's heavy. <laughs> I'm getting older. My back needs to be out. I sold them some of this little, I got tram tramp stamp. I need to show off. Little hip bone. Nah. You know what? It was just a little too much spiral in the outfit. I think that's what I think she needed. If she had like boots with fur in that outfit, I think it would have eight. It was missing then, something.
0: I really feel like she would have been bigger than Coachella mm-hmm. at that point. And even at that, I still think that going back to Coachella, that storm. I mean, excuse me, that Beyonce is a fucking X-Men fan because those
2: boots are giving spiral. Those boots were definitely giving spiral.
0: I can't mm-hmm. nobody tell me
2: nothing <laughs> if i ever get in a room with beyonce and ask her like so how did you feel about the last x-men issue and look her dead in the eye and wait and she gonna go i think peppy lee come back
1: <laughs> right exactly
2: <laughs>
3: she's absolutely an x-men fan
2: i i, I there's no way she's not <laughs> or she say, i'm a fan of the cartoons i love x-men evolution i watch it every sunday on the bus me
0: and the girls and watching X-Men Evolution. <laughs> and, and I wouldn't even be mad at that answer, though.
3: It's I mean, not, we, it's,
2: of the classic cartoons.
3: Quietly, quietly X-Men, the animated series, is the worst of the three X-Men um, animated series. Which one? The
2: original? The original, the original one I mean, from the I, 90s. Is, I, it's the one that hasn't aged well of the three. But it's a classic. I think it's like one of those things that people talk about Dragon Ball Z in anime and they said, oh, Dragon Ball Z is the greatest anime that ever happened. And like, it's also been surpassed didn't age several times. Well it didn't age well, and it still can't age well. Like, trying to redo it, it just sucks. I'm like, the nostalgia, the fact they introduced you to the thing is what makes it special. Don't no take it away from it. It's not like it's Gargoyles and that bitch still slap. Gargoyles still slap right. to this day. And without an anime it, series, we wouldn't have Justice if League. If you were to hold up
3: if you were to hold up X-Men Animated Series, X-Men Evolution, and Wolverine in the X-Men, we're going to skip Pride of the X-Men, because that's not... A, Why would um, we,
2: though it had the best interpretation of Dazzler.
1: It had the best art, too.
2: We're going to skip that.
3: But I um, threw her little spirit the, gun.
2: Awesome. I fucked with it.
3: Of the three, X-Men, the Animated Series did not age as well as Wolverine and the X-Men and X-Men Evolution. The, uh, those two, you can still watch and feel like, oh, okay, I could see this coming out recently, whereas X-Men, the animated series, is definitely
2: a uh, relic of the 90s. You know this not one was the X-Men. best? X-Men Evolution was the best one, I'll say it.
0: Because hey, I will have to say, though, with the, um, with the original 90s show, there really wasn't any genuine, like, character development they just made episodes that were adapted based off of certain comics now with the other two they kind of had their own thing going on and it was genuine character development and better story you know plots and everything even well, though felt like a family in evolution but, yeah but wolverine next me, it, 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 it only had one season but that one season showed out
2: what? Well, oh, Wolverine the X-Men. I thought you said X-Men, yeah. X-Men Evolution no. one season, I was like, baby have no. great news for you.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: so you're about to have a fun Sunday. <laughs> no.
1: Well, I think that Wolverine X-Men had what both shows needed. So, X-Men was good because, well, the anime series was good because it was like the MCU version of the X-Men. Mm. It was all mm. adapted stories made to make sense in this context, which that Age of Apocalypse Mm -hmm. 1 was terrible. Um, Mm -hmm. They just throwing around background characters. It was very MCU. We all know where Kevin Feige stole it from. He
2: used to work for Fox. Mm -hmm. So First um, time we got Shaman, too. I will point that out. We only get Shaman ever in animated series. He's the only time he ever appears.
1: But then then X-Men Evolution was great because it was purely character development-driven. Nothing more, nothing less. We never even got a real Phoenix story. We never got any real stories that were like common to the other stories. We just had teenage versions of all the all the mutant characters, and it was great. X Men, Wolverine, and X Men did both. It gave us great character development and gave us storylines that we all were familiar with, and put them in the same space. So, like, I always see X Men and Wolverine being superior. X X-Men X-Men, Wolverine, and X-Men as being superior. Because it did both really well, but it just sucked because it got that one season. And like Bonte said, it showed out like it was everything. Like we got Young Justice, and we didn't get back Wolverine X Men. I want to fight. I don't want. I it. think ninety seven. I don't want that. I don't want it. I, I and, think
2: Wolverine the X Men did well by having Emma Frost replace the Jean, like post, being on post Jean Grey Phoenix sports era, because it got yeah. to introduce the other stories that exist in that dynamic. Um, I will say I would have preferred it if they went full Academy X um, with it because the thing I like about X-Men Evolution that I've realized in hearing from um, listening to this Rebo podcast who talk about like, oh, actually just how people in the forums actually took X-Men Evolution. They didn't like it at first because they aged down the X-Men and aged up the, um, basically, it was basically like the, the main team of X-Men were aged down and the original X-Men were made composed of the Uncanny X-Men, the second generation of them and so they reverse the dynamics of like oh now they're learning from like the more stern members of the team you don't want to see Wolverine in high school because that shit makes no sense you want to see Wolverine as an adult because you can do more shit because the best version of Wolverine is daddy Wolverine he's the one who's mentoring stuff and it also made his relationship with Cyclops better I think the characterization of X-Men Evolution was the best um and that's why I like it the most because also nostalgia but also they got the family dynamic which I feel like this would be the important part of any X-Men franchise make them feel like a family Because they are. It's a found family narrative. They hang out with each other. They have their beefs. They have their quarrels. But at the end of the day, Storm will always give up Wakanda to go back to the X Men and help them fuck out. Um, Never not going to do it. Always going to be there. Likewise, the X Men will break every law to go to have her back. That's how that name got like. And they had it in space, especially during the apocalypse arc. I especially like how they adapted Rogue's story so that I can understand it better. The decision to make her a goth was the best decision ever. It
0: was like the best version of her. it was like the best version of her in any like animated
2: like in the animated shows that they had out. A goth with a southern accent—that shit was eaten. And I is I like they also kept bringing back the fact that it's real easy for you to lose control of your powers because they had Rose lose control of her powers like what four times. Mm. And she was just like, this shit is hard. Like, I don't always get it. I don't always got it down. Cyclops dealing with his his whole situation with his eyes and the optic blast and shit. Um, Kitty Pryce, G- fish G- out of water. Jean G- I actually liked the
3: characterization of the Great Pretender in both X-Men Evolution and Wolverine of the X-Men. She was so
2: much more tolerable.
3: I loved her. <laughs> that
2: introduction when she was fucking with us by herself, I was like, you bad bitch. I liked it. Mm. I also, and liked the, the, the
3: goth, mm-hmm. goth Wanda. I was like, "Oh, girl, you're eating. You got mm-hmm.
2: it." First time I got, like, it's, no. It's the second time we got Agatha Harkness. Second time.
3: And I would
0: have to say, like, that was that was like the best interpretation, also, of Jean Grey that I've seen in the animated series. Because any other, well, Wolverine and the X Men, like, she really, she really didn't do much. But I mean the animated series we already know she's passing the fuck out every 12 minutes but this one it really showed her being like independent and showing her doing some serious feats like she's i mean she's containing explosions and and fucking holding back large waves of water and shit like the animated series Jean gray could never, can never.
2: <laughs> that legion story arc was fantastic in x-men evolution i love that legion story arc where it was like basically oh, yeah, Xavier yeah. thought he was fucking helping and he made shit worse. Like, that's the perfect characterization of Charles Xavier. Always want to help somebody, don't know what the fuck he's doing.
0: <laughs> and it pissed me off because they never bought that character, they never bought Legion back after that.
2: He was supposed to be the season three antagonist, the next season's antagonist, but they didn't oh, yeah, like, them. they were supposed to have another season, that's why they had that little montage at the end, It's because Man. they found out literally while they were filming that there's not going to be another season. WB that's said it. no, girl.
0: That pissed me off so bad because when I looked that up and we were going to get um, Bastion and uh, Madeline Emma Frost Rider, coming. Emma and Frost, Sinister. Sinister, all of those. I was so fucking mad. I was like, why would you do that right before we're going... Like, I think... I don't know if that was going to be the last Also, the best episode.
2: apocalypse arc because, as you said, oh. Henry the the anime series one was all over the place i didn't feel intimidated by him i got the idea that okay apocalypse is like the big villain of the show but he right. didn't really give it and the s evolution i was like oh this is a problem mm-hmm. right And then choosing his new Horseman, great right xavier as a horseman best version he's ever been magneto as a horseman i think the first time we ever saw magneto i think that's the introduction to magneto xavier yeah. to magneto and storm as horsemen because they would be chose right
3: who was the fourth Horseman? It was Magneto Mystique. Storm. Mystique. Mystique.
2: And she got the and power to ate. shapeshift into multiple. So she had the power to clone herself. So she, she could was- shapeshift and turn it into multiples and shit. And when her she ate, she fucking ate. <laughs> she was a bitch. But she ate. They- I love that they say every one of their kids after their parents. Said <laughs> so go fucked up with Charles, and Charles get it on her ass, and she waked the Phoenix Force. Loved it. See, loved this it down. Lovely. We got go to go into the next issue, I know, but you know, you got to get some history because the kids don't know. They don't got an X-Men series to look up to. They don't they really know. Changed. They wasn't there. Showtime. They weren't there. They sure weren't. It was excellent, and we need another X-Men cartoon. I feel like every generation needs an X-Men cartoon. I feel like that's tradition, and X-Men 97 can't be it. Yep. Bo, I don't want X Men ninety seven. You can keep it. But we enjoy yeah, you. you. Keep that shit. I really am not interested. I really I'm wanted a- it to be an X Men Evolution re, uh, re- I'm launch.
1: It. I'm a nerd. I'm gonna watch it, but I'm really not interested.
2: Because the whole concept of X Men ninety seven doesn't hit. Because the whole point of X Men in the ninety seven was that it was modern. It was modern for the time. You had the clear inspirations, reimagining the artwork, and y'all not y'all aren't willing to do that. You aren't willing to give us. A Beyonce imagined uh, storm. You aren't willing to give us storm who show who moonlights as. What do you think she would do for a day job? She wouldn't be a model. Everyone keeps going. That's the easy answer. She's not a model. She's a she's a mogul. She has multiple dimensions. I think Kitty would be an influencer. I think Storm would be a botanist. Actually, like, no, this is our circuit party for today. Fuck it. Store. The other one sucked. This is the circuit party. What job would the X Men have if we modernized the X
3: Men?
2: <laughs> I want to talk um, about this. Oh, first, let's quickly go over the flat scan bullshit. Um, <laughs> Axe time
3: for Iron
2: <our> <laughs> Well,
0: I already know Cyclops is a share.
2: What? Cyclops is a share. We gotta do the flat scan stuff first, Vontae. We can't just skip over it. I know you want
0: to. <laughs> I want
2: to. I want to now
0: because I got, I got a couple in my head. Go ahead. Go ahead. It was a fun understand. question. I
2: know that's why I'm okay. waiting. But we gotta push go through it. As a journalist, go I right. want to answer this question. Max <laughs> Iron Man uh, scores. Uh,
1: I, I give it. I give
3: it a ten.
2: I don't well, have anything bad to say about it, but, but I don't want have anything to. good. You want to say something bad? I know Iron Man fans love this, you know?
1: You got Phil, you he got red for as he should have. He sure did. For uh, sure.
2: I'll give it... You know what? I think everything I don't like about this is just that I'm not an Avengers fan. I don't like Tony Stark. So I'll give it a 10, just because I admit that I'm too biased to be able to honestly say whether or not this is bad because it's not. Dialogue was there. Everything was there. The artwork wasn't terrible. Um, Jean Grey uh, straightened her hair.
3: Um, I do appreciate that uh, both Cersei and Logan basically called Tony a racist to his face. We need to call the Avengers. You know both of us were Avengers at one point in time.
2: So, I know right. just because I'm Asian right now doesn't mean I didn't used to be a white woman. Right. So you're just gonna
3: cool, and then sinister cracking jokes the whole time. It's funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sinister being being the comedy relief is is the best thing they could have did to him as a character.
2: Because he's like all the war crimes I committed, Tony Stark has done worse, and I'm like, bitch, T, <laughs> bitch, T. <tea." laughs>
1: It was a whole like, let's just read Tony Stark session. Like, I was, like, here for all of it.
2: He said, you know why this bitch went the way it did? It's because of you. It's because you're such a shit person, Tony.
1: (laughs) It's like everybody, everybody in his life came to him and read him for, like, your obsession with technology and how you just misappropriate it and think you're trying to save your parents when you're really just
2: harming everybody. Like, you just look stupid. You know what inspired this read of Tony Stark? Rick and Morty. I'm not even joking. It's because this interpretation of like the bad boy super scientist started with Rick and Morty, because like everything that it takes to be a super scientist is impossibly selfish and unethical. And like it requires monumental ego. And the whole point of that show is dragging the kind of ego that it takes for you to think you're better than people, or the rules of life doesn't apply to you, just because you have the capability of doing these things and the wealth to actually pull it off.
3: Tony Stark is also friends with several racists. Reed Richards being the
2: biggest. That's his bestie. Mm. You know who who constantly has beef with him? T'Challa. I wonder why you always have beef with T'Challa, Tony. Hmm. Hmm. It's almost as if you're jealous of a Hmm. bad bitch with ethics. Sometimes. (laughs) Hmm. No, T'Challa has ethics. It's just that his job requires him to break them all the time. Um, which is his foil. He does not want to do the things he's doing, and yet he has to. He's a king and a superhero. That's and those things don't always go together. You know who must be that much better in this do. team? T'Challa. I think this whole T'Challa. round would have been better if they had a moment where Iron Man went, actually, I don't think I should do it. Everything ever based on me has always gone wrong. Let's based off the DNA of the nervous system of, I don't know, T'Challa. T'Challa, you can definitely do it, right? Let's see some science bullshit make that work. And I would love to have also seen that go wrong, too.
3: Or <laughs> if it, and if they didn't want to do T'Challa, they could have did
2: Blue Marvel. He has cosmic energy. Another smart-ass black, black guy. Mm-hmm. Or alternate dimension Sam Wilson, the only Sam Wilson I like. There's an... ultimate Sam Wilson is the super science uh, genius of the ultimate universe. So Reed Richards is impossibly smart in that dimension, but in that dimension, Sam Wilson was a super scientist. He was in the military, but he designed the wounds himself, and he's the smartest man on the planet.
3: Yeah, so a lot of the ultimate universe
2: are just refuse to read. So It's not terrible. Some of it is just like, I don't know if I agree with that. Um, gay Colossus, I agree with. I mean
3: he's not gay in 616.
2: Good question. Excellent question. I mean he fucks like he, he's, he's yeah. gay, honestly. He dated Giddy Pride. That's dating gay. Giddy Pride is gay. Right. <laughs> it's very gay. Um who else the glasses? glasses also dated Domino, right? That's also really gay. That's like possibly mm-hmm. gay. Um he also got a beard. That water girl was a beard. I don't know how to tell him that. She Baby, is, yeah. It was getting beard. And,
3: and when he actually had a beard on his face. Oh, Jesus.
2: Mm-hmm. And I don't know any straight man that walks in around in Daisy Dukes that small. I know many. You know, I live in Columbus, Ohio with the Arnold Sports Classic here. You know, when Sports Classic happens, niggas is just walking around showing pure muscle. But also the idea that most of them suck dick. So. Mm-hmm he so
3: gives think, that he definitely participates in uh folsom street
2: um fair
3: all of them Don't He tells
2: people that. i just like being watched you know i just like the attention you fuck them everyone knows everybody knows that you fuck them
3: and you know that <laughs> that big
2: that big hefty girthy uncut vibrator. Mm-hmm. Mm. i'm sorry it's not metal it's it's um what is it called it is a tac Tachyon based aluminium steel or something. Some fake science bullshit to make it seem no, like it's not it's, metal.
3: No. Bio steel. Magneto can throw him. It, they're good.
2: It's yeah. weird because also it's a dimensional power. His power isn't physical. I I love the lore behind people's power so much. Is that like you know the punch dimension?
3: They're trying to make him make sense with like the punch dimension and,
2: and magic. Nobody but it's true. It's like their powers will all be the same. It's like so. Why does he turn to metal, and the other one makes portals? And the other one makes pocket dimensions.
3: The same way the Guthries all have weird ass, non connected ass powers.
2: Do they? It's fine. Oh, well, Icarus flies um, and sings. He's angel, but less rich. He's a poorer angel. And then you have
3: Sam. Who's got the can, Who's the who cannibal? Who farts
2: then, um, Plasm. Yeah.
3: And then you have Husk.
2: Whose power is to take her skin off and things happen.
3: And I think there's like three others that like have two appearances or some shit.
2: The ones who don't matter. Right.
3: All of them have powers that don't connect
2: with one another. But yeah, but that's the goose theories. I think with an arrow i think arrow is also good theory she flies as well but like they have like energy based powers i think the only one who throws the power system for that family off is icarus Husk, her power i don't think i'm gonna be real i don't think anyone actually knows how her power works her power is just so convoluted that people just go we don't actually know what the fuck you're doing you might be an omega you might not be girl you're doing something
3: she could pull off a layer of skin and, and like things happen. Uh,
2: uh, it was right. like she used to be able to tear layers off and then like make individual changes to her anatomy or try to heal through doing that. But then she then Wolverine the X-Men happened. And then she could do other shit, like tear her skin off and she's made a fire, or tear her skin off, she made a vice. It seems like some pocket dimension bullshit. But she's not a shapeshifter, anyway. but she is a shapeshifter. She's also really gross. I'd add Husk to an X Men team if I was writing one. Just because her power is the most interesting. Tear her hand off and it's a sword.
0: I couldn't be on a team. I couldn't be on a team with her. If I had to see her in action, I'd have to turn the other way. It is very (laughs) gross. (laughs) Like, I'll be like, for you to, like, that don't hurt.
2: No, it should go, it does. (laughs) Every single time like oh good, but you know what also will also suck just walking around anywhere with Colossus heavy ass yes I I would be okay with that because at least he's fine yeah you know but then he gets hot and he gets cold and then gets hot and really cold really hot and really cold at the same damn time it's just off-putting outside the bedroom you know you gotta go to Arctic Missions he can
3: turn his power off, and then you know
2: we're all fine. Yeah, but then he's useless. Mm. You know what, Colossus? always walk around in his normal body unless you're fucking him. Which Kitty Pride? I wish that was the reason Kitty said no. I think I really wish Kitty's reason for saying no to, uh, for leaving him at the wet altar would have been like, Colossus, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> you're gay, sweetie. I, I hate to gene this on up, but like, you are a homosexual. And then while we're here, so is she. Yeah, so we're both gay. That's why this relationship works. Like, honestly, we should just come to terms with it, not just be bears. We would be besties. I would love to help you figure out if you want to fuck Iceman or not. I wouldn't recommend it. Me, personally, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend fucking mm-hmm. Iceman. Um, Though that might work,
3: because Colossus gives that he's very much so a power top, and Bobby is absolutely a power bottom. Mm-hmm. So that might work hmm
2: That whole always what?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Literally.
2: Literally. Oh. Literally. And, you know, they both, because they're alternate forms, they both can take it. You know, Iceman is taking it. Uh, I thought like on the first thrust was split watch. him in half, literally. <laughs> I,
0: mean, did, I mean, at least if he did split him in half, he'd be
2: able to regenerate. Yes, exactly. It works. You can just tell this classes, you can fuck the shit out of him. He, you don't have to hold back. Use all that juggerna- juggernaut level strength. You know, the strength that really just slides all the time. I don't know how strong you actually are. Yeah, nobody ever knows. Somewhere near the upper sometimes, limits of Sometimes strength.
3: he's like as strong as the Hulk. Thing. Other times he's as strong as the Hulk and other times both them niggas fuck his ass up like the rhino might fuck him up one week and then it's like, girl, what?
2: <laughs> Maybe it depends on how much energy he takes from that metal dimension, just like how uh, Cyclops is out the blast from the Punch Dimension, alternate penguin's emotions. I love the Punch Dimension. I want more, uh, more lore of the Punch Dimension. But um, yeah, flat scans—they exist, and now they're in charge of our safety. Morning next week after we watch Storm backhand the shit out. It's gonna be unbeaten. Oh, I can't wait. i that bitch gonna fuck her up and get fucked up. And, and then
3: Iska's gonna be like, girl, <laughs> you know my struggle. My your mama, your uh, your ancestor was my sister.
0: This really gonna give Angela Beth. They can't nobody tell me nothing.
2: No, was gonna give um, Medea's family reunion scene uh when my, my
0: that, a real? Oh, oh and a you <laughs>
2: <laughs> Lord, <laughs>
3: you're gonna that. tell her <laughs>
2: <laughs> that scene should not be as funny as it is. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> it really was, it really shouldn't have. It was like a classic, it was like a gla- a classic
2: black film moment. Like oh I love when black divas and like they're in the scene and they're overacting you can tell this is like maybe the fourth or fifth take and so they're just like giving it too much and that becomes a scene they use like when Monique was in and Precious (laughs) since you know every goddamn thing all your goddamn degree (laughs) doing the most bro okay so we're moving on to the circuit party Showtime is shirtless. It's actually doing something for me right now. Showtime, you need to cover up. Honestly, it
0: is, it is with the locks on the side. Mm-hmm. This is Showtime is
2: Showtime is fucking sexy right now. Honestly, Poppy Showtime is here. It, it's bringing the bottom out of me. Honestly, right now. Oh, no,
3: take my <laughs> girl. That's been out.
2: Whoa, oh, oh, honestly, honestly, I haven't told y'all. I haven't told y'all this week's bathhouse story just yet.
1: Oh. You know we live right. Yeah, we don't. Want oh, to do I don't care.
2: We'll, we talk about it before and after the show. We got to get up things that. later.
1: I'm going to bathhouse story go.
2: <laughs> I wish should tell it just to honor the fact that Showtime is showing nipple. Y'all can't
3: see my nipples. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh I love these niggas so much uh so fucking <laughs> party showtime music
3: <laughs>
2: Jeffrey Dahmer is so That's hot so high. oh my god <laughs> I let him murder this pussy
1: oh my god did y'all hear, Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> did y'all hear the Beyonce Solange mashup of uh plastic off the sofa and cranking the sky on her, on no her, send
2: that TikTok. to me though i need that i need that, send that to me to chat.
1: she posted it.
2: it I love
3: that. Um, lone lone morpheus is that his name he did the mashup and beyonce put it in a video that she posted love it oh
2: he's winning he's winning at that point and people were starting to say like oh his his mashups getting kind of dry which some of them would be i'm like they all can't be victories you know that's the difficulty. We had to post everything you make, and people like are used to you posting every single goddamn thing. And everything you make mm-hmm. is going to be a hit. Some things. I'm a writing journal right next to me, right there. You know how much shit I haven't shown no one because it's bad. That's why I don't respect people who release people's unreleased work um after they die. That's some bullshit. I don't approve that. How mm-hmm. many trash poems I've written?
1: I mean, I'm gonna let all the tops out my basement once once I die.
2: <laughs> I love that for you Oh, Light Swords releasing all the uh, soldiers?
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, tell the story, tell the tale. Run, run.
2: Remember me. (laughs) A murmuration of tops. Okay, so, like we said earlier, the circuit party for this day is where we're going to give individual X-Men. And I'm going to say, like, no... What is their day job during the TV show or the animated series? What are they doing? What work do they have? And, you know, I want to say Storm, I heard you say botanist for Storm. I want to feel that, but I feel like botany is something that's sacred to her. You know, it's like, there are things you do for work, and there are things like i wouldn't ever want to involve capitalism in this this is just for me i don't want nigga to knock on my door tell me complaining about how their flowers are going you know how i found people who really like sex refuse me the only dance because they like when you bring uncle tom and capitalism in on it it makes you feel dirty that's how i feel about her body career that's like i pay for each of these plants myself i know each of them by name and i've given them a new name that i think fits them better and all these bitches they never touched a single drop from the sky authentically. I curated every raindrop for every one of these motherfuckers. Um, And so, no, I'm not a botanist. I'm an actual artist at what I do. Um, I think she would run a dive bar, Very much a bar. I think she would be running a whole bar and there's like karaoke and shit. You know, the kind of bar that, you know, if you watch that TV show where all the kids hang out, it's like P3 on Charmed. Oh my God. Okay, okay. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. She'd be running that. If Piper can do it, Storm can do it. (laughs) Um,
3: I think Magneto would run the... uh, the city bathhouse that's for the older guys, mm-hmm. I think he would
2: run one of those. we very well-maintained swing, you know. Yes. I think mm-hmm. Cyclops would be that attractive school
0: teacher. I really could see him being that attractive
2: Caucasian teacher. He's also the coach of the football team or something like, not even so, like, football tennis. Like It'd be they, something like, random. Something like yeah,
0: like he's a tennis, tennis coach. And then Jean Gray, she's definitely selling fragrances at the mall.
2: To be-
3: uh, I would give Jean a social. Rogue, Rogue is that auntie that uh, sells pies out of her kitchen.
1: See, I think Rogue is the only fans because she has a poor relationship with her body. So she shows it to men and sells her feet pics. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
2: God saying. damn! Me personally, about to say Rogue is unemployed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rogue does OnlyFans fans she No,
3: Gambit does the OnlyFans
2: and she co-stars the
3: mask. And, I right, was, I was gonna say Gambit was the chef. right he worked. He, worked, he, he worked. told Jean
1: that she can't cook. Yeah, yeah he, he, worked worked Keisha, he worked at Keisha did. Cole Place.
2: You're selling fish plates for fisha cole he's saying he's selling fish plates and it's also he, he's cleaning money for local gangs those i said local not the mafia local gangs he personally went to them and said uh sure you know you need some help uh i got you very much um what's his name on on cream sugar i've never seen that um, show before um it's good, what? honestly. It's one of those shows that mm-hmm. is so good that you want to wait to watch it. I don't blame you for not watching it just yet. I'm probably gonna re-watch all of it like officially. It like it's
1: like yeah. season.
2: Yeah, but it's like on its way out because you know it's yeah, almost no. done. I think
3: this is the last season. Yeah. yeah they yeah, did a
2: whole ep- when they start doing like is the character gay or not episodes, you know they got like one or two seasons left. <laughs> The son was like had his whole like oh is he gay because he's really close with this other gay guy and they was doing a whole episode about male intimacy and like what it means like he said I deeply love this boy but I'm not like in love with him in a sexual component I just yearn to be around this person he's my famous person favorite person to be around I'm like so you want to fuck him he said no it's just like he's my soulmate but like not in that way I'm like you know queerness doesn't have to encapsulate like sexual performance right but okay. It's not Queen Sugar Podcast, though. I'd I'd appear on one. Uh, (laughs) I think Mystique is quietly a guidance counselor at a high school. A terrible one. I think a terrible one. (laughs) Mystique is not doing a job she's good at. Mystique is doing a job she's terrible at for a job, like bad teacher.
3: (laughs) She's like, I suck at this, but I'm doing it anyway. It's a job where
2: she gets to traumatize flat scans. She's going to do that shit. Being a principal was the most honest thing X-Men ever was ever in the States.
3: That's why I loved her um her brotherhood, because like she just made more fucking sense as a foil against uh Xavier for
2: the opposing team. It was they she, don't agree. It was she's the dead mother of basically what amounted to a fucking um What's the name? It's not an orphanage. It's like basically one step before the orphanage, a foster home for troubleshoot. A, a group home. Yeah, that's exactly what it was a group home. She was the den mother of a group home and also a principal of a school. It's that way she can have authority over Xavier, basically, because if your kids don't come to school, I can do shit to you.
0: And I also noticed she had the nicer bedroom. That bedroom was <laughs> untouched
2: until Boo. I was love Boo you, you Miss Hannigan. <laughs> <laughs> it's the audacity to run a group home and still not bring your child she had two kids it was a bunch of extra bids up in that bitch she said kurt (laughs) who the fuck is that she said he said that episode when like kurt found out that she's her mother and she was like i don't want you go the fuck away anime baby i love you i care about you just come home you're my daughter you're my daughter. I care about you more than anyone else in front of Kurt. <laughs> oh, that shit was good. That was a good episode. Oh, my God. She does, she does, she does that poor boy so dirty. She does that boy terrible. She and he just wants her daughter. love so bad. He
3: it's
2: even very, very
3: homie, like You're you sitting across from each other, and he's like, I, I just want your approval. She doesn't like you.
0: <laughs> it's given it's given like Meg Griffin,
2: but with mutant. <laughs> exactly no I think that the X-Men series should be like an, anth- an anthology sort of situation one one long thread going through it but you know they, lead, they jump through teams every, all the time maybe an hour maybe an hour 30 minutes every episode but I think Steven Canales who wrote who uh, wrote prose should wrote, write the Kurt episode because I think the Kurt and Mystique dynamic needs to definitely be giving Blanca <laughs> and, <laughs> and Electro Abundance <laughs> Yeah, for real. <laughs> just dragging this shit out for no fucking reason. Like hey, for real.
1: Who else did we miss? Anyone?
2: Did a lot of people be missed? I think it's just whoever you have a mind for. Be, like... what, what would Beast do? Obviously, I had an obvious answer, but I think Beast yeah, would probably yeah. like
1: reading, like reading books to kids at like libraries and shit. Like we will read some uh Dostoevsky today or some uh some oh no 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 he was like we're reading the art of war.
2: <laughs> Listen, I think you'll be in charge of the Rossi program. Oh.
3: oh shit.
2: Thank you for getting the shading oh, that shows up.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it was either that or like he works for the FBI. I think yeah. Daphne Beast and like the show, the anime series he works for the FBI so you can keep an eye on them. And also, because I think that he would criminalize, but he would do a bunch of fuck-up fuck shit to inner-city kids.
3: Uh,
2: <laughs> he's the one moderating, moderating Gambit's food truck for for larceny. <laughs> it's money laundering. Oh um, what would, Cross it... would absolutely
3: be a kindergarten teacher, and she would also be the soccer coach.
1: Yeah, Emma, a lot of kids...
2: She do love the kids. I think Emma would be (laughs) anything the kids ask her to do. I think if a bunch of kids like I think she's in charge of a like she's the uh chaperone for a bunch of clubs, you know. Mm -hmm. Fuck it. I think she actually the English teacher. I think Emma's the English teacher because that's the role you feel like when you wanna like you like like every English teacher I think is like that is because Typically, when you mention in the humanities, you have a read deep compassion for gay people into it. It's like, I'm trying to teach you literature because I fuck with these books, and I think some of y'all will be saved the same way I was. Books help. I think, I think Apocalypse. My
3: English teachers were always my least favorite. I'm so sorry. I'm so I sorry, think, Showtime. But you you apocalypse. a STEM
2: bitch, so look we'll at you now. Mm-hmm. I, think apocalypse, <laughs> I think Apocalypse will be a history teacher. <laughs> I think he would be. Um, I, think, I think he could be a kick-ass history teacher. <laughs> I think he would have battle reenactments. It's like, so you guys want to know like how we got down to fucking ancient Egypt? Pick up your fucking swords.
3: <laughs> Exodus would be the math teacher who also is the sponsor for the
2: uh, Gay Straight Alliance Club. Exodus is definitely the priest at the local gay-friendly church down the street. The one that says "Come as you are" across the top of it. <laughs> Ash says but not too much because <laughs> it's Catholic <laughs> <laughs> or you just says no Protestants allowed <laughs> Jesus <laughs> oh god I think Ileana is a social worker she would be awful at it but yes she attacks the parents Openly, if she walks to a violent household, she will stab someone. <laughs> Actually, Ileana has been fired four times. She just refuses to stop coming.
3: <laughs> Wolverine owns and operates a sex
2: shop. <laughs> I think he also runs a dojo where he appropriates Japanese culture <laughs> in a weird way.
3: <laughs> but they're connected. Like, in the back is the dojo. And in the front is the sex shop. It's very, you know, the kids are not invited. Yes, it's a like curtain.
1: We'll ring we'll it all his, like, uh, karate students uh, chopsticks for their hair.
3: Put this in your hair.
2: <laughs> it means you made
0: <laughs> it. Um, I think Iceman is a Starbucks guy.
2: Definitely. He works oh, at Starbucks. Absolutely. And he yeah. also sells stocks on the side. No, business oh, no, 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 He sells stocks. Oh, no, no,
1: no. No, Osman
0: definitely does forex and does Starbucks.
2: So but he doesn't tell, tell anyone. I think he has a. I think he has a huge following, specifically on TikTok. And so everyone thinks he has a lot of money, but you forget TikTokers don't get paid a lot of money at all. And so he doesn't tell anyone he works at Starbucks, but he definitely works at Starbucks. He's a financial influencer. Was that one gay? I forget his name. He's he's the corporate baddie. That's start that's Ice Man, he's a corporate. Oh, girl, band. I'm
1: so tired, so tired yeah. of her. I am so tired of her. I'll say know.
2: it's less on them. They did a video where like he apologizes. I need to really do some like reflection on like how I perform this because I do think maybe sometimes you guys are right. I think you guys are right that I do sometimes like I perform these things, but in itself, it's elitist. But I'm like, also, that's kind of because he comes for money, like I. Like he said, in many videos before that he comes from money, like his family is very wealthy. And so he didn't just adopt the corporate baddie idea. That's him performing shit. He definitely has learned. He hasn't really realized how it doesn't really translate, like asking, like, who pays for a birthday party is ridiculous because most people will go like if you take a friend out to dinner it's not an event you take them to dinner and you would pay for it or hopefully the group would try to cover it so that the person who you're celebrating doesn't have to do that because going out to eat is expensive typically
1: i i, I think i think the larger problem that that little boy deals with is that People, this is. I think this is a systemic problem. People really need to stop saying y'all statements and start saying I statements. When I, if if a friend invites me to a party, I am not Mm.
0: paying. Yes,
1: that is an I I statement. You saying y'all should be no bitch. Mind your business. Mind your business with your long teeth. Mind your business. Okay. (laughs) Focus on. Focus on that dog that you are so proud of, because y'all because y- y'all both have long teeth. Go ahead, focus on that. No one cares about—and uh, I also think that elitism—because somebody brought it up on Twitter recently. Like, elitism is such a problem for Black people, because elitism doesn't exist unless you can avoid white supremacy. There's no such thing as Black elitism. Like, it just needs to just stop. 'Cause like mm-hmm. elitism will be that we will we will be free of oppression. There's no way we're free of oppression being elitist. Cause even LeBron James has got people painting niggle in his fucking house and shit. Fuck out of here. Like, yo, like that little boy, that little boy and I and I and i and I, and I, things that I want him to win because he's black and and and, he, and he's a sissy. So I want him to win. However, mm-hmm. like like the first time the girls came for you, that should have told you right there. Stop thinking out loud for a little bit. Just, just stick to like. And also, you being a corporate baddie, like, like y'all, you Steven, you're on TikTok regularly? So is Volta. Y'all ever seen that girl who does the videos about?
2: Or she's like, staring the work- at the camera.
1: Like she's like in the workplace, and she has this boss named Susan, and she's always talking about like you know. Work yeah, I love those stuff. videos. I that is like that's corporate. Like yeah. teach us stuff.
2: She's, like, really mm-hmm. educating. I, I enjoy it. She taught me how, like, from that video, I have learned, like, oh, yeah, I least shit, like, with this new job, I've been struggling with boundaries because it's remote. Yeah. And, like, I've been trying to figure out the language, like, to not feel guilty by just refusing to do the work because it's team-oriented. um And, like, I'm, I'm the only copywriter on the team, so I feel like, oh, I need to be contributing as much work as the art people on the team because they're doing so much more shit than me. And then I just eventually just went, fuck it. I'm like, I'm going yeah. to bed. It's nine.
1: <laughs> I, I've had I've had to have the respectfully, I'm not doing a conversation at work recently.
2: Like Respectfully, respectfully I'm, not I'm not doing that. that. I'm not paying for that. No. And then you realize, I could have been saying this the entire time. Yeah, like, but, like, I think
1: he doesn't utilize his platform for that. It's just like, it's like, look, I'm living an amazing life, and I think what's happening is, like, lifestyle, social media is getting, like, like, oh. okay, girl, like, yeah, like we all are in basically in a recession. There's inflation, and you talk about a lifestyle when people are literally like, you know, living paycheck to paycheck, we'll trying to figure out where their money.
2: No, I was just gonna say his most relatable work was when he quit his corporate job because they were being what? like extortionary. He taught me kind of like the questions I should be asking in interviews, like about like how you measure um performance, like how is reward allocated within the system, if it is at all, like with like all those questions he did in that one little skit. I was like, I use every single one of those questions and helped me negotiate my uh advances for the job. And I'm getting paid fifteen thousand dollars more than I should be in this position, and it's just because I I asked for it because of his videos.
1: Right. But I, I think he needs to go back. And I, everybody was said he needs to go back to what he was doing before. I didn't follow him before. I just keep seeing the negative stuff. And that's also the problem too, is that because the negative stuff goes viral more than the positive stuff, everybody's first introduction to you is through those videos.
2: And he's not right? a negative person. I was in and a life right. with him with Malik. He was very sweet in there. He was like a very sweet kid. But then like the videos you perform, the personality you adopt, that changes the lens on you at all times
1: to stop trying to, And I that, think that also part of a larger problem, too, with social media. You need to stop being, stop being personalities. Just be yourself. A better version of yourself. But be yourself. Don't get me wrong. My social media is very filtered. Y'all know I ain't shit in real life. <laughs>
2: if y'all, y'all can listen to the things said before we record, Henry called me the N-word, To truth about Henry. Um, <laughs> it's time to expose you, Says I'm so sorry. Yeah. I don't want to do this. Wear my white shirt. I'll be a white shirt on. I'm going to stare into the camera. And start tearing up as I say, it's really hard for me to talk about this because I had so much love for this person. I just don't understand why it had to come to this. Where was the empathy, Henry? Learn from this, please. And buy my new makeup line is dropping next month. got to slip that in there? <laughs> you know, it's free advertising. That part. <laughs> yeah. But it's like I,
1: just, I, I want the little Dre Brown boy to win, but I think he just needs to like sit back, reevaluate and think. Does, I just I, you just uh, uh.
2: does empath have a job oh no no yeah know no,
1: he doesn't he does
2: have a job oh I said empath does empath have a job
1: he's a homosexual
2: oh yes definitely I think it's giving sociopathy on a Los Angeles level
1: yeah or New York level like hey like I have a big dick like like empath has a 10 inch dick and he is going to fuck you, and you're going to feed him. Okay, Henry. Oh, yeah, this, this is Brazilian, family.
2: right? Isn't Empath Brazilian? Henry, card yourself out. Yeah, oh, Spain.
1: Boy, not what race, race is he that? He's Spanish.
2: he's Spanish? Okay, because you know how slutty they get. There's, like, whoring, and then there's, like, being Brazilian, and then there's, like, being from Spain. So,
0: <laughs> from Spain. But he's is a personal trainer
2: no nah, that's too much empathy you gotta care about other people's development he can't be an influencer because his impact powers doesn't work across technology and you know if he he, he needs it to function he's too unbearable
3: i think empath actually quietly has a small dick and mm. he just uses his powers to make you feel like he's he just fucking it. the shit out of you
1: I wonder, but that asks a bigger question. Who is a worse human being? Star Fox or Empath?
2: Star Fox. Empath. Star Fox
3: Ooh. was uh, capable
2: of reevaluating how he used his power and refused to do it ever again. I was gonna say
0: because if we're talking about like empath, we're talking about Hellion. Oh yeah, d- definitely not
2: it's a lot harder for me to condemn Eternals, not because they are impossible to condemn, but because how much of their personality was programmed. And so they're like, I can't really go against my nature because I was literally built like this. And I, some of them, like, the whole plot of them is like some of them want to change from who they are, but they can't.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, because I'm like, I don't know, because, I mean, Star Fox is technically a rapist, so it's not like I can... Both of them are terrible human beings.
2: I think it's because I'm introduced to Purple Man, to me, to know, like, I know the worst version of this, and, like, Star Fox... <laughs>
3: that, that would be a trio right there. Empath, Purple Man, and Star Fox. Oh, God.
2: But you call the team the Duplicit Three...
3: Everybody's gonna need so much fucking therapy. <laughs>
0: right.
3: Child and Birdie, then put them up against the Fenris twins and, and Sebastian Shaw. Child Birdie will be sitting
1: there getting her motherfucking hourly pay and getting knocked off all that money. Mama, mama mama gonna make her rent for the whole year.
2: Bishop definitely isn't a cop. He would not be a cop. I think he would be a community organizer. I think Bishop would be but a community. Bishop leader. is a cop. I know that they misinterpreted him as a cop, but he's a PI, he's a private investigator, or he's a community organizer. And I think specifically he does the.
3: original his original timeline, he was a cop. Showtime. And then he came back and was a cop. Showtime, shut your black mouth. And the next mouth. time he showed up, he was a cop again. And then when he was a villain randomly for a little bit, he was a cop.
2: Showtime, he's close your black mouth. A cop. Close your black mouth. <laughs> This is why we don't let your kind speak. Okay? We don't allow you to speak, and you know that. You're lucky to be in the house. Steven? <laughs> you know good at Black as well. You going to be a case about how so funny, racism, how funny <laughs> racism is when Black people do it as a joke. It's it, I don't know why it's so funny, but it's just... It, <laughs>
0: I am so fucking childish.
2: It's <laughs> because this episode, <laughs> oh, I think our yeah. viewers the listeners at home have realized that there's not that much coming out this weekend, so they're lucky to have to be in the episode at all, because typically we skip. <laughs> we yeah. skip one issue weeks. <laughs> we haven't skipped in a while, <laughs> We were just having fun. I think we just wanted to do this. thing because <laughs> <laughs> no one suggested it.
1: Yeah, we haven't skipped in
0: a
2: while. An hour and a half. Right. So, mm-hmm. what do you guys decided to read next week? shit again this is
3: like the fifth 11th episode where we don't have the fucking you list you know, know what it's a part of the show
2: now it's canon it's our canon we have lore just like we have lore um we have troops and our one of our troops that we don't do any prep we read the comic we come in we might have notes maybe and we buy right all right
3: next week we have x-men red number seven and marauders number
2: seven I'm super excited for one. I kind of want the other one to just wrap up and just move on, a la you know, night effects. So very clearly, that's Marauders. It's the latter. No, I'm so tired. It's yeah. been red. I can't stand Storm.
3: What?
2: Hell, oh, just, froze you know what? <laughs> Hell just
3: froze
2: over. Hell just froze
3: over. Avante just teleported head. to wherever the fuck you are right now. So, <laughs> and, uh, I, and, I hate yeah. storm. And, uh, I can't stand that want... bitch.
2: Oh my god, black superheroes. Want... What? You wanted to
3: see me, yo? <laughs> <laughs> um, to see, see me. I'm gonna make sure that I clip out that Pete, that that one soundbite, and make sure that we post that. Um,
2: so this is the first time to, to our podcast, us, so podcast. We're gonna have those sound bites on every social media now. Yes. <laughs> I cannot nobody ever say that I have a gun pointed at my head. I'm literally I, I think everyone is podcasting if I say some shit like that. I'm in danger. You you're like I'm in amazing. danger. Just
3: for me, just for me That's your your quiet way of telling us
2: somebody <laughs> has me
3: kidnapped.
2: <laughs> Please come Who who likes lightning bolts? I mean, what even is that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: But like a black woman with white hair, how does that work
3: with what? blue eyes? What? Although I have appreciated that for a large amount of the last several years, they have kept Storm's eyes completely white, like her powers are active, mm-hmm. so that we don't have to see that she has blue
2: eyes, yeah, because she's flattening her I've hair. Appreciated that. I like to imagine that she's um. Well, it's also like how they do Iceman. He doesn't ever really appear in his human form any time, so that when you see him in human form, you're like, who the fuck is this twink? <laughs> <laughs> for a good hot 2nd like, who? Who's this white person? Why is he talking to Scott like they're who? best friends? <laughs> what? Like, who is this? Oh, okay, that's Sissy Bobby. Okay, there we go. Even though they like to draw Sissy Bobby and Brown Bobby the same complexion sometimes, we forget that. We ignore it. Yeah, I
0: actually, I actually did that this last issue because he was in his uniform form and had on regular clothes. I was like, what the fuck is that? And then he iced
2: up. I was like, oh, oh. oh it's a snow bottom. <laughs> it's frost hole.
3: That's.
2: <laughs> Sissy Bobby popping up wherever. Magic fun. users. Who Gaze even likes and magic in can... comics? Brother Voodoo? More like Dr. Voodoo, if you ask me. Yeah, you in danger. you, you you're <laughs> life. Not, yeah, your life is yeah, life is
0: on
3: the line. <laughs> Blink twice if you need help. What?
0: Where are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thanks. The music and... <laughs> ends. So uh, right. uh what I what are we looking forward to, to next I week? Can't. Any suggestions for the fans? so i've actually y'all gonna have to hear me out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you did with dark knights of steel
3: defender defenders beyond i'm not hearing y'all out on that defenders beyond by al Ewing Mm -hmm. actually is giving an interesting take on the white hot room Mm -hmm. how it functions and giving some additional backstory to the beyonder of the secret wars
2: oh that's interesting Hmm. Bitch, you thought you ate and read that shit? The fuck?
3: Yeah. Um, fuck you, bitch. Must bitch. Miles Morales' Spider-Man also wrapped up. And um, I'm ignoring y'all. Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings.
1: I haven't done that show time. That was definitely Steven. I didn't even do nothing. <laughs>
3: Monte <laughs> over there giggling and shit.
1: Oh going I'm, oh. I'm sorry, I drew a little. I'm I just drew a little bit.
0: The fucking childish, faggots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you put the shirt on. Cover back You <laughs> got a couple of your good titties up, front. They don't deserve them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my I, titties were tittying I didn't do nothing
2: <laughs> listen, Showtime has a very pretty chest it's a very pretty chest
0: they're very perky
3: it's giving very she are right now
2: mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, magic order came out this weekend, it was, they finally uh, gave some canons, uh, gay sexuality in the book um I think when they finally made this into a TV show, because they they only greenlit the series so they could turn it into a TV show, I think this might be the their 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 uh, golden season. I'm, I'm thinking of it like the like the little girl, the little black girl, most powerful sorcerer to ever exist. Um, did you did any of y'all read Magic Order the first run? I read the first one, but then I didn't pick it back up. It I... was an interesting series. They did a lot of interesting things. I think they were like um, Olivier Corpel was doing the artwork because he integrated like a bunch of spontaneous shit it just looked good like old age dr strange used to be like mind and like so a bunch of bullshit going on in the scenes um but then the art style kind of declined i guess they decided like you know what the writing should only match the arts the artist who is doing it and so they're doing more character stuff and like you know the gay boys going around the planet fucking his way through every single magician one dude was like, I don't fuck guys. I'm really not into that. He said, Sure, you don't, baby. You're not the first married straight guy I fucked. But like, interesting. That was a conversation piece we had last week. I'm like, if you are a gay man, and you say you never fucked a married man, I'm going to call you a liar. That ring. Oh, I is know. I, him and his wife. I know what's happened I... with me.
3: <laughs> Multiple times.
2: Period well not period for us well we didn't do anything wrong it's not our responsibility
3: that's your relationship is not my responsibility to be responsible for it Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. that's another story I tell y'all after this um but no it's an interesting series it's they're doing a lot of hit they have a seer you know I love me a seer but she introduced the interesting concept that I always love she said I foresaw all this shit," but like it's different being in the moment and experiencing it. It's like, I saw my my son dying, my children dying. But, like, um, living it mm-hmm. is painful.
3: I actually, so I read the first volume of Magic Order, and the reason why I didn't pick it back up is because I picked up um, Bitter Root and Excellence, and both of those were way better, mm-hmm. so I didn't want to pick up another magic
2: book and it wasn't as good as the ones i, was I dropped excellence yes they never miss anyone i dropped excellence
1: the one with the ugly uh x force
2: no excellence is a book about I don't, like I don't,
1: care, the, I don't care i don't care i don't care
2: well for <laughs> those of you who do care since we are a black podcast you try to give me back my own shit. <laughs> I try to give you guys my own shit, and you flopped at it. I respect the hustle, though. Face I was
1: like,
2: Excellence is a book about a secret society of black wizards who serve these white overseers, um, and they're basically their whole job is to be magical Negroes helping out white people across the planet. Um, and one of them decides to rebel to try to change the system. And the other one betrayed his people for a white woman. It was giving just... The writing in it was just not going as far as I needed to go. I have a higher palette for fantasy because I'm a fantasy fan. I can see why people will like it. And I probably might pick it up another time on board. Um, would you recommend it? Pick it back up Showtime. Did he get any better after that one issue with revealed that he... So I think...
3: It's no longer ongoing because I haven't seen any
2: release dates
3: coming up, and they just released a second or third trade of whatever has already come out. So I don't think it's gonna continue to ongo. And that that trade came out, I want to say last year. Yeah, and they have not
2: had any new issues. I also didn't really like the art style. It was very. Um, I learned how to draw from a manga which is no shade. No shade to the artist, nigga. Do your thing. I support you. It's just my personal palette. It just wasn't hitting for it. It had to many sharp edges. I don't like sharp edges in my art.
3: I didn't dislike it. I just, so I have, um, did we discuss this like a couple episodes ago that I was, uh, I started, I, well, I did this on Twitter that, um, I'm starting to try to support Black uh, black creator-owned independent comics. Um, and so I have a collection going on now amongst my sea of other comic books. All of those. This is the first time we can get right, to see wait, your wait, whole house. Wait, 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 wait. Go back, bitch. I want to see that again. Right, I wanna, okay.
1: Hold the camera still, bitch. I need, I need to zoom
3: in, too. Mm, I want to see yeah. that.
2: that time Look at me. you.
1: Hold Look now. at you, you little faggot. House.
2: You know the gays have money.
1: Oh, that is so true
2: Oh shit.
1: That is so true i want to see
2: show I see why you oh, get someone cool. you don't want to no one coming in there because if I walked up in there and saw that, you we're we go together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real bad. yeah like, <laughs> and
3: there's a oh, right, right. there's a hole on the other side of this right here there's a matching one on the back of it.
1: I'm like, oh, nothing me. Yes, daddy, nothing me. I'm a bad girl. I'm a bad with a girl. A so what does you
2: your mother want for her birthday? What, like, right. where, What's the Thanksgiving situation looking like?
1: Baby, gosh, I, can, I can steam you some crab sure. legs. These bitches can't cook, baby. These bitches can't cook. I got you. I got you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so for the listeners because this is not a video podcast um i just showed them my big ass fucking collection of uh comics and i have one two three four i have three big ass um bookshelves full of comics and then i have like a, a carousel that also has comics on it too you can't get
2: that in your studio apartment sugar that's a that's a one bedroom, two bedroom lifestyle you're not on this I level love- you're not on fuck like this I'm I'm
1: fucking level. Try. I'm trying to be a, I'm try. I'm to be a pick me. I can cook, Daddy. Don't fuck with Steven. Steven, Steven can boil a hot dog for an hours, and still be undercooked. That bitch can't cook. You come over to my house and be in the Steven, Steven can't boil a hot dog. some <laughs> undercooked hot
0: dog. Oh, my God. Child,
2: Never that, in me. my life has any of you bitches ever come from my culinary practices. Henry, do you even have a kitchen?
1: No. First of all, bitch, Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> would not eat out the house. So you better just <laughs> leave me the fuck alone.
3: Jesus. Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings is actually really good. This past issue, they had, um, they brought in Tink from the fae of, uh, Otherworld. The... I'm so tired of
1: Otherworld. What if get together? Who is, who
3: is in charge? The girls.
2: Well, they cut Roma's oh. head the fuck off, which, kudos. I just... Um, well,
3: technically, it's Roma and Opal, uh, Luna Saturnine.
2: Because they're getting gay I, with each other.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of getting to a point with, like, some of this, um... Hickman era runs of books that like I'd rather them just do mini series than keep giving us these ongoing that last seven issues.
2: Yeah, I feel like they're starting to teeter out of ideas. I think maybe it was good to cycle out the writers and like bring some new people in, right? Um, mm-hmm. it's because like, it seemed like they thought like they were teetering out like a little bit. on um, they need to go refresh, go do their own. Shit. Um, I'm a big advocate, I think, get some people. Do I want to join the writing team other than me? Uh, <laughs> I think Metallica could do a good job, but I don't know what they're doing right now. I don't know. I, I, I just feel like they need some new people up there in the kitchen uh to do the work. I think uh Victor Lavelle is doing a good job. I think it was good to pass him as the one black he let into the room. Um, I also want to see
3: John Ripley write an X book. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Your dog looks like I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. I, <clears throat> am,
0: I am. actually reading um, Titans United Blood Pact, which again ah. is. Um, you you read it I, too?
1: Yeah, I read it too. Yeah, it's actually interesting. Uh, yeah, I uh, um.
0: Which is pretty it's pretty it was a pretty decent first issue. Yet again, even is in the middle of another um occultist uh, apocalyptic situation. Then they bring in um Brother Blood and uh
1: what was her name? His mother. What was his mother's name, Henry? Mother Desperation, Mother Mother something. Mother, mother
0: Mayhem, Mother Mayhem or something? Yeah, something. Something something like that. Well, they get the, they get a hold of this bloodstone, and then he, uh, Brother Blood and Raven does some crazy thing with this stone. And now Tim Drake wakes up in a world that isn't his, and he's trying to, I guess he's going to try to help uh, Jinx of the jinx of color. The jinx of color. Black jinx. <laughs> uh, the black jinx. Or, Which jinx? Or, or, yeah, the actual jinx. Um, fight against uh, uh, people from the Church of Raven or something. So it was kind of
2: interesting for the first issue. It should have been called the Court of, uh, Court of Ravens, as in, not the Court of Owls, but okay, whatever. Yeah. I don't um, write your book.
3: DC, DC's uh, release schedule, if y'all have looked at it recently, they only have four ongoing books that aren't Batman books
2: yeah that's how it typically Only is horror. though they always got Batman books though Dark Knight of Steel is getting a lot of their focus it seems to be like coming up um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great series it's a great series I hope we go back to more focus on Black Lightning's whole family and his son because I want to see more of his rainmaking powers. that shit was cool it was awesome I love Black Adam Black Adam. The He's off, the Magneto or? of DC. Yeah, oh, black so you, off, you, you love Black Adam the comic right now? You're loving that 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 Negro speech, <laughs> talking <and> jive. <laughs> don't be stepping to me, Christopher,
3: I, I, Christopher I just, Priest. Sometimes hard. writes dialogue Bad. like a black exploitation movie. Yeah, and I'm like, I I'll read I read it in a
0: book. Don't. I won't
2: read it in a comic.
0: <laughs> I didn't like, yeah i didn't like that i didn't
2: like that he was like you
0: you done crashed into my car fool i said
2: it's like, oh, is he sure he, he didn't want like a prequel series like oh back in the 1970s black adam actually got out and he had a little apprentice named boat what well, you could do better than boat man like he don't call him boat especially because it refers to the fact that every black spirit has fucking electrical powers and the niggas on tiktok are pissing me off by pointing it out I don't care anymore. That's Wait, like freshman JV I, I shit.
3: Think, but I, I, I feel actually, like I read that somewhere. It's everywhere. In, in comic, like somebody said, in Black Adam, Adam. another black yeah. boy with. Is it, was, where it was?
0: No, it was in Black Adam because he mentioned it. He was yeah. like, you know, now we got another black person with uh, uh powers, or stuff, like with well, powers, powers or something like with electric powers, like that.
2: I forgot the uh, um I forgot the entire dialogue, but yeah, he, he mentioned it. You could give him uh what's it called? It's like the Living Lightning. Give the Living Wind. You know, something like that. Do a little something going.
3: You know what has actually been surprisingly good, and I didn't think it would be.
2: Dark Times Steel.
3: Captain. Am- no, because I'm not gonna read
2: that. Um, okay, Captain so you America just complained about is- a superhero electrical powers, black boys electrical powers, and shit. The guy character who's a black boy, his powers are water based, not named Aqualad.
3: Captain America, symbol of truth,
2: is what I was referring to. But thanks. You predict yourself. I'm the longer gonna suck it. You're so rude <laughs> and uncouth, and 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 I'm just not putting up with it. As a black American, I'm not putting up with it. I expect more love. I'm not feeling the sisterhood right now. <laughs> this is definitely <laughs> what you're saying about the more truth.
3: Captain America, Symbol of Truth is actually an interesting you tried. Um, it's actually an interesting comic, and it's written by who? What is this person's name? Um, I actually have to read their name so that I can say it. Jagger Bottom? Wow, that sounds right. Um, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> it is uh, Toshi on Yabuchi, and uh, RB Silva is on the art. Basically, Sam Wilson as Captain America is trying to figure out what um, it's the ba- it's the America side of the story that's ongoing in Black Panther, where uh, the White Wolf is um, working against Black Panther, and Falcon is trying to like solve that because they're tra- they're trafficking people.
2: Should all these animal heroes form a team? All these black animal heroes form a team called the Menagerie.
3: That would be cute. Who else would be on there?
2: We have Falcon. We have Miles Morales as Spider-Man. You know, gotta call him in. Gotta keep the lung homie abreast situations. Black Panther, White Wolf, Um, the black, the mixed race. White Wolf is actually a white. The mulatto, White Wolf, not the white one. Which is the most... There's a mixed-race dude who goes by white wolf. He adopted the white wolf mantle um, and goes by it. Um,
3: and not T'Challa's adopted
2: brother. Mm-hmm. Not his Which adopted brother. Still... It's a biracial hero who adopted the white wolf mantle. He was, like, their edgy version. Like, he's very edgy. He's like, oh, I'll okay, kill fine. a nigga in the street.
0: No, I, I wasn't the only one that found the T'Challa adopted brother thing a little... Bit. A little iffy.
3: Yeah, it's like... It's Wakanda, y'all don't like outsiders, and you adopted not only an outsider by the royal family, but a white boy,
2: blonde. He's not blonde. I think that's just the cartoon version of his blonde, but like the show version, like he's like a full-on Russian-looking dude. Like Russian. What do they say on House of Dragons? Plain (laughs) (laughs) featured. Your plain featured child.
3: (laughs) Russian
1: white girl. I think. No, probably wouldn't
0: count. (laughs) Did you say Russian? I don't know. I'm sorry. I I kept thinking of Nini Leakes when he did that.
1: (laughs) 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 Ah, Fuck.
3: (laughs) Carnage by Ram V and Al Ewing is also good.
1: I can't. The Russian. The
2: Russian. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> Y'all are an awful bunch. Yep, we, <laughs> we gotta wrap up the episode. Uh, um, anything any last statements from you, man? A, be on the
1: t- <laughs> I really wish you guys can see all the comics that I bought yesterday.
2: I think you just piled it to your fat ass.
1: Oh, thanks, friend. Oh no. It, I, wait, hold it, please. I'm trying to lay them on. I'll try to take a photo and post them on Instagram and see if the Midtown Comics account would, like reshare it. I'm kind of like move. Check out that, that engagement, way. baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. It's like we got a podcast support here. We got Bill today. We got miles to feed.
2: Patrick oh, and share.
1: uh and, and Showtime dogs. We got miles feed over here.
2: You gotta go send them an email, like, from Black History. You know, if you better sponsor us, Midtown Comics, the fuck? Right. Oh,
3: that's, like, the third bag you've
2: opened with a big-ass stack of comics.
1: It's the fourth bag, actually, Fran. The fourth what bag. Do you,
3: oh, I missed a bag. Would
2: you spend more money on comics or sex toys? By oh, sex toys, my I mean sexual. all sex affiliate all, all sexual, like, um, regalia, things you need, like, lubricants, condoms,
1: um, uh, condoms. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. My claustrophobia. Um, I don't know. Um, That's my foil. You can't put condoms in my house. I was like, oh, Gambit. Gambit,
3: we're okay. You're okay, Gambit. Gambit. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> we'll save us. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is so childish that is so <laughs> oh childish.
0: fuck I can't
1: so the most <laughs> I spend my money on is poppers but generally like they always have like some two for one special somewhere um I usually get my lube from ebay usually I try to find a big bottle like a I was having like really good success finding like a 32 ounce bottle for like 40 bucks which is really crazy a silicone lube which is really crazy on, on Amazon but I can't find it anymore which so, sucks, um, but but my big bottle is still here. But that lasted like almost like a year most times, um, mm-hmm. and then the Royal Honey from time to time. But that's really it. But like my sex toys, I, I got all donated for toy reviews during the pandemic. So like my fuck machine, my my two uh, uh, anal vibrators, my 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 other regular dildo vibrator. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I have all those just like just in the house, but I don't really pay for a lot of sex stuff. Let um, me email my, uh,
2: Royal Honey asking to pay for a sponsorship. I just out <laughs> of that.
1: Most of my budget goes to like my nerd shit, my nerd
2: life. Because that's what brings the niggas in. You know, nerds fuck well. And, and they, do. they do. We do. And they do. Oh girl! Um, but thank you guys for stopping Ooh. by KRK Radio today. Yeah,
1: it was uh, like it was a it was like I literally like
2: New X Men. Listen, girls sleep on her too much. They talk so much shit about her, but she did it.
3: I like a like a New X Men by uh, Grant Morrison. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So like yes. I, that I, whole run was actually really good. I, I like the end like, run of the X Men.
1: Only pay. I don't. Two hundred and thirty dollars for all these comics. Damn! Because Midtown has this like this monthly sale that happens every month where they do like so like if you spend up to like it's like it's like increments. You spend fifty, you get ten percent off. You spend like the match is like you spend five hundred, you get sixty percent off. I spent the five hundred.
2: Yeah, because it's a better deal. It sounds like it's a way better deal. Just the five hundred get sixty percent
1: off. Yeah. So like I got like all of these. Like, like all and things that like they have like collections too. So like, I got that collection and then like War, Another War of Kings. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is.
2: You start grabbing shit.
1: <laughs> now, I needed this cover of House of X. I found this for sixty percent off. Um, you got new X Men over there. You got Uncanny X Force. I was just because things I haven't read comics in so long. Like before the Kriko, before the Crecoan age, I haven't read a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. So like. I like, you know, found X Men the end, and they all come like sealed like this. So it's not like anything is like, you know, open. Some old like during a V X run. They got a lot of stuff. It's like it's like. like over, yeah, the X Men slut era. Yeah, it's over a hundred books here. It's over a hundred books. There got to be at least a hundred and I think a hundred and thirty books for two hundred thirty dollars. Yeah.
2: You know what this mm-hmm. makes me want to go and read age of apocalypse the trade book
1: like, mm-hmm. it was lit so what you guys are not seeing i went to Midtown commons comics has a sale once a month and they have like so like they have outlet store in queens and they try to get rid of the inventory all the time
2: uh um, period Showtime is showing us the trade issue for Age of Apocalypse, making it all hard and horny. It's the entire omnibus of Age. That's why I need because there's so have. many different shit.
0: There's no reading
2: order for this shit at all. Like it's just there isn't. Just no, see, to- And like I need to know what started it where. <laughs> so see, basically, I, need to go ahead. I
1: said okay. So basically, it starts with Legion Quest and X Men and Uncanny mm. X Men, and they have part one, part two, part three, part four. So then Age of Apocalypse mm-hmm. books come out with, then you get X-Men, um, X-Men Alpha, Age of Apocalypse, and then you get each, like different books like Astonishing X-Men, Generation Next, Gambit and the Externals, um, mm-hmm. Astonishing, I said Astonishing X-Men, Amazing X-Men, Weapon X, Factor X, Excalibur, Spelled Differently, um, mm-hmm. X-Men Chronicles, and X-Men Universe, L X X-Universe. But they basically take all the current running books. Oh, and um, I'm X-Man. All the running books at the time all get um, get renamed into different books. So they all have like they all have one to four issues. There there is there's not necessarily a reading order. You can read each book independently and not have to like jump back and forth none of the stories are really connecting. They all are just telling just a series of events through each book. But then you get to the, you get to that and then it's X-Men Omega and then after that it's X-Men Prime but they they return back to the timeline. And then you have the other I age know there's like
2: some else world shit. They, they keep going back and show like this is some more right. stuff from the age of apocalypse. And so it yeah, comboes everything. Um, like that's the, that's they did the original age of apocalypse line.
3: termination. Yeah. They did Apocalypse Wars. Um I'm I'm literally looking at my collection that I have up on the wall. Oh, that has, that's that's turned me completely
2: uh, on Showtime.
3: Yeah, I have pretty much
2: all of Apocalypse's everything. Well, let's let me stop that because you know Showtime has a boo on our timeline that really really vibes with them. Uh Thank you guys for coming. <laughs> it's been a nice episode. It's been a long episode.
0: It's been,
1: it's been um, great. It's been great.
0: It's been great.
2: We, you uh, guys like? We'll keep doing more bullshit episodes when we only have one comic to really review for the week. Um, thank you guys for stopping by. Vonte Space. <laughs> <laughs> bye, y'all.
3: Bye, bye, bye. nigger faggots, Niggers.